0: Well, blessings and welcome to all of you for our teach time tonight. Uh, it is our week of our solemn assembly, a time of, where we took to this wait upon the Lord as a church and as a ministry. And so welcome to all of you that have been joining us online and for our friends both and family at Potter's house and both locally and even internationally. Welcome. We, we're looking forward to a great evening together. And I believe this is our theme for this week, that we're being built up in the most holy faith. This is our desire that every day your faith will grow stronger and that God will begin to minister to you. Prophetically, God will minister to you in a way that will give you a word that will carry you even into this year. Our theme for this year is faithfulness and fulfillment. We believe in God to see the hand of the Lord, the faithful hand of the Lord, uh, working in our lives, but also the fulfillment of every promises. Now the scripture says that we should call to remembrance every word that God has spoken to us. And I want to challenge you tonight as we enter into this, this meeting, to remember to bring before the Lord every prophetic word, every word of the Lord that was given to you, every vision, every revelation that God has given to you that is still yet to be fulfilled. Call it before the remembrance of the Lord. And I can tell you, God is going to do it this year. That's what we believe in God. So we're blessed tonight to have Kerissa and and Danielle and and Caitlin with us. And they're going to lead us in song. And uh, today, we're also going to be blessed by Pastor Maggie. Uh, Ramadushi Mm. is going to begin to share a word of exhortation with us. So let's just worship together with these young ladies as they lead us in a song. Over to you all, Kerasa.
1: I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus. I am so honored that Pastor asked us today to just bring um, a message through our song. And one more importantly than to tell our Father how much we love him and how much we adore him. So even as we sing today, uh, I pray that you would sing with us and worship with us. And also just share your love for God through the song. I love you and I Rejoice, take joy. Já Thank <laughs> you.
0: We love you and we adore you. We glorify your name. We say, O oh Lord, let it be a sweet sound in your ear. That we know, O oh God, that the prayers of the righteous ascend before the Father, and that there is a bowl in heaven that collects the prayers of God's people. And you turn that bowl towards the earth, O oh God, and answers and blessings come forth in the lives of people. Father, this is our desire as we say, Lord, we love you. Lord, we worship you. It is our desire that you would tilt the bowl again towards the earth and that, that, that answers to prayer. We believe in you, God, for healings. We believe in you, God, for, for deliverance. We believe in you for breakthroughs. We are believing you for restorations. We are believing you for the mighty hand of God to move, and sweep over the earth, O God. And so today, O God, that we pray that the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Bless us tonight, even as we posture ourselves to hear the word of the Lord, and may the word of the Lord cause a desire in our hearts, O God, to be blessed. Bless your daughter, even as she would share the word. We pray, bless the word, that even as we receive it, it will produce much fruit in our life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, welcome, Pastor Maggie, And uh, as you share God's word with us, we know we're going to be blessed tonight. Over to you.
1: Amen. I greet you this evening in the precious name of Jesus. It's such an honor for me to share the word with you today, just bring our week of uh, solemn assembly. And it's a time of us waiting upon the Lord. And there is no such time as this, for us to wait upon Lord, the Lord and hear what He's saying. Uh, last night, uh, when Pastor Fuller started off his exhortation, he spoke about the world and the state of the world right now in in this time. And he spoke about how people are confused and people are grieving and there's, there's people that have no hope. And there were so many things. And then he also said that his encouragement to us was that we can create the space that we live in with our words. And tonight, as uh, as I am going to speak, God has laid on my heart that as we, we speak the word, it must be a word of worship unto the Lord. And my title for the uh, exhortation today is Worship is the Weapon of Our Warfare. And I want to take you to the book of First Sam, Samuel chapter 16, and we're going to read from 15, verse 15 to 23. And if you will follow with me, I'm reading from the uh, Amplified Version. Saul's servants said to him, Behold, an evil spirit from God torments you. Let now our Lord now commend your servants, command your servants here before you to find a man who plays skillfully on the harp. And when the evil spirit from God is upon you, he will play it and you will be well. Saul told his servants, Find me a man who plays well and bring him to me. And one of the young men said, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who plays skillfully, a valiant man, a man of war, prudent in speech and eloquent, an attractive person, and the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, send me David, your son, who is with the sheep. And Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread, a skin of wine, and a kid and sent them by David his son to Saul. And David came to Saul and served him. And Saul became very fond of him and he became his armor bearer. Saul sent to Jesse saying, let David remain in my service for he pleases me. And verse 23 says, and when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, David took a harp and played it. So Saul was refreshed and became well and the evil spirit left him. Now you know when uh, we all of us at some point or the other during this year, the past year, and even in the last couple of uh, uh, days in the new year, we've been feeling a little bit of uh, uncertainty, maybe sometimes. And all of us have uh, come under the uh, sort of an at- the attack of what the enemy is placing on the earth. We have become overwhelmed by our circumstances. And even me, for for myself, I'm not exempt from it. um, Because in the last two weeks, I was feeling a little down in my spirit, especially when you hear of, uh, you know, all of the things that are going on around us. But God is so faithful. Because in the moment that we feel that way, God gives us his word that encourages us to such an extent and lifts up our spirit And he shows us that there are things that we can do so that we can be more than overcomers. I was taken to the scripture in 1 Samuel one of the days last week. And when I read it, it really lifted me up in my spirit because it showed me that when we are worshipers, when we are the ones that will sing and praise and worship God above our circumstances, that God will see us through any situation and any circumstance. When we look at here in in the book of 1 Samuel, we find Saul is tormented by an evil spirit. The the men uh, that were in his home, his servants said to him, they know of somebody that will play skillfully on the harp and that evil spirit will leave him. Now, I want you to look at verse 18. And this is the way they describe David. And David, this man after the heart of God, he's still a young boy. We find him just being anointed a couple of verses before that by Samuel with the horn of oil. And very soon after that, he's called into the ho- into the palace of the king. And the one of the young men in verse 18 says, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite. And this is how they describe him. They say he plays skillfully. This young man, is a valiant man, is eloquent, he's attractive. And most of all, the last part says, the Lord is with him. Now, these all of these descriptions that they get from, from these, this young man concerning David is because they know of the stories, they know of the events, they know of the things that David had been going through. And so when they present him before the king, They speak of him as being this young man. Firstly, they say he plays very, very skillfully on the harp. And I believe that David, while he was in the fields looking after the sheep, he was worshiping and praising God through all of his circumstances. We know that he came up against the lion and the bear. This little boy was able to fight them off. He was able to kill the lion and the bear from attacking the sheep. And he was the one that was playing here at the time while he was being a shepherd to worship and to praise God. And I believe that all of the time that he spent worshiping and praising took him through all of the days, whether it was good days or whether it was dark days, but his worship caused him to arise in his circumstance. And I believe today that we as the children of God, we are living in a time where we need to rise up in worship before him. When the Bible says in, in verse 23, it says that when the evil spirit came upon Saul, David took up the harp. And I can just imagine, if you would just imagine with me, how David must have played with Saul, so fervently before, before the Lord. Not before Saul, but he sang and he must have, we know of the psalms that he, when we read in the book of Psalms, and, and we, we, we know of how David worshipped and how David loved God and the way that he spoke to God and what is recorded in the book of Psalms. And it says that Saul was refreshed and he became well and the evil spirit left him. What a testimony that is to us as children of God. When we start to worship, when we start to praise God, everything that is evil, everything that is not of God, that is maybe entering our home, maybe entering our minds, coming into our spirit, taking over our joy and and just, just turning our lives upside down. All we have to do is to start worshiping God because when we start to worship God, he takes over. He takes control. He does what we cannot see in the invisible world. He changes the atmosphere. When our praises rise up to him, the atmosphere around us changes because God hears us. And not only that, I don't know how many of you have experienced this, but in a times when you feel as though you, when you feel you, 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 uh, there's some things that are troubling you, or you are going through a, a rough time in your life. But the moment you start to worship God, there's something that takes over. And you tend to forget all of the things that are troubling you and and, and and troubling your mind. And all of a sudden, when you start to worship, your spirit is lifted. Your spirit man that is inside of you, so it, it rises up like a giant. And that is what, we, when we see David praying here, uh, praying the harp here, it says that the evil spirit left and Saul was refreshed. Saul was uh, refreshed and he became well, and the evil spirit left. I also want to take you to the book, the same book, uh, two chapters later in chapter 18. And we read from verse seven. And it says, And the woman responded as they laughed and frolicked and said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his 10,000. And Saul was very angry, for he was saying he was displeased. And he said, They have ascribed to David ten thousands, but to me they have ascribed only thousands. What more can he have but the kingdom? And Saul jealously eyed David from that day forward. Verse 10 says, the next day an evil spirit came mightily upon Saul, and he raved madly in his house while David played the harp with his hand, as at other times, and there was a javelin in Saul's hand. Saul cast the javelin, for he thought, I will pin David to the wall. And David evaded him twice. Verse 12 says, Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him, but had departed from Saul. What a powerful passage of scripture. We find here Saul is threatened by David because there are words of uh, encouragement. There are words that are going out. The ladies that were walking around and laughing and frolicking and teasing almost and says that David had killed 10,000. This caused Saul to get angry to such a point. That he forgot about how David was worshipping and praising God and how he was refreshed. But when the evil spirit starts to enter, it turns people's minds around. And we see the same Saul who was refreshed and became well and um, with the playing of, of the harp from Saul. We see that he goes, he takes a spear in his hand, a javelin or a spear in his hand, and he goes to kill David but David continually plays the harp. And that is what I want to encourage you today, that it says that um, it says that as Saul cast the spear or the javelin, he thought, I will pin David to the wall, but David evaded him twice. Just by playing the harp and praising and worshiping God, that spear and that javelin could not harm him and could not hurt him in any way He evaded death because of his worship and his praise. I want you to know today that as you begin to worship and praise God, it does not matter what can come against you, what the enemy has against you, what he will even think about bringing up against you. But even before he could come up to you, when you rise up in worship and praise before God, that javelin or that spear will never be able to touch you. The enemy's ways will never be able to touch you because you are rising up in worship. I believe today that you know we are, we are born, we are created rather to be worshipers. When God created us and he breathed into us, it was our desire of man to worship God. That is why it says when, when uh, Adam walked in the cool of the day, he spoke to God. And it, it was a way in which he was able to Uh, to worship and to praise God and today when we look at at our lives what how is the spear versing the harp in our lives is it overcoming us no it should not the harp should be the one the instrument of our worship that will be rising up before us and before God and our praises it says that our praises will rise up as a sweet smelling incense before God I can imagine how when we as children of God when No matter what our circumstances are, no matter how grieved we may be, no matter how sad we may be, no matter how fearful we may be, whatever may be going through our lives, but we say to ourselves, you know, we have to determine within ourselves that today when I rise up off the bed, I'm going to worship him and I'm going to praise him and I'm going to glorify him in this day. Because when I start to do that, everything that the enemy has planned for me for that day will become not because I have decided whatever arrows that the enemy is coming towards you, it will be plotted because of the spirit of God that is dwelling inside of us and also God's covering over us. I believe as we start to worship that the atmosphere changes not only inside of us, but around us, in our homes, our families are blessed. You know, there are times when, when uh, in our houses are quiet And we just have to put on a worship song on the the, the, the TV or YouTube or whatever it is. And and the the sound of the praise just rises up. What a beautiful atmosphere in our home. Just, Just by us listening to a song, I'm encouraging you today. If you are going through something and you feel even within yourself that you can't worship, we have those days. Put on something, let somebody else start to sing and you'll find how you will just be drawn into it because that is the way we are built. We are not built to be to be destroyed. We are not built for destruction. We are built to live. And today, as we ask ourselves, Lord, you are asking us, this is what we are saying, we want to be built up in our most holy faith. I want to be built up, Lord, with the weapon of our my warfare, must be uh, uh, the worship must be the weapon of my warfare. How is it the weapon of our warfare? The first thing is that we use the word of God. The Bible says the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. When we start to worship, maybe we may not have the words that we want to say, but as we take up the word of God, even if we don't know much about the word of God, take the book of Psalms and start to read the Psalms of David as he starts to worship and praise God, And allow the word of God to enter in into yourself and into the atmosphere. The second weapon is our singing. The the Bible in Psalm 149 from verses 1 and 2, it says, Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the assembly of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. You know, not all of us can sing. I know the girls were up here singing uh, this beautiful worship song today. I could not keep up with them because I'm not a singer. But when we start to worship God, it does not matter whether you sing well or you don't sing well. You just have to sing from your heart and from your spirit. Sometimes we say, oh, because I can't sing, I don't want to worship God, but we have to sing. The way, you know, that all of us sing in tune or sing in key at any time, but we just have to sing as God leads us to sing. And there are times when we just have to say, Praise you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. I'm singing unto you a new song. It's not the song that everybody else is singing, a song of fear and song of despair, but I'm singing unto you a new song, a praise and and, and a, a song of joy unto the Lord, because I'm so grateful for all that you have done. The next weapon of our warfare is our musical instruments. Not all of us, like I say, we can play musical instruments, but for those of us that can, Psalm 149 and verse 3 says, let them sing praises unto unto him with their timbrel and harp. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him upon high-sounding cymbals. The Lord wants us to make a noise, a, a joyful noise unto him. For those of you that can play instruments, sometimes when you may be not feeling in, in, right in your spirit, take up your instrument and start to play it and worship God. And you'll find how immediately your whole countenance will change because you are playing what an, an instrument that God has blessed you and given you the talent for. The fourth weapon of our warfare, worship is Uh, is dance now you know it's sad because uh, in in church today we find that dance is not something that we naturally will just do and the bible says in psalm 49 verse 3 again it says let them praise his name in the dance in psalm 150 and verse 4 it says praise him with the timbrel and dance you know when you have this picture of I, i always when i when i talk about dancing in the spirit i always have this picture of david when he was dancing in the streets and he was so filled with joy because he was taking the ark of the covenant back home and when he even he, he saw the ark of the covenant before him he was all he could do was just dance in, in uh, without abandon he was just free to do uh, to to dance how he wanted to and people thought he was mad even his wife that looked up uh, looked down from the window when she looked at him she you know she looked at him with a little bit of disgust inside of her but he danced before God. And that is a weapon of our warfare today. The last one is our, our heart. In uh, It says, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O God. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Our hearts need to be clean and pure before God as we worship him. The Bible says, the hour is coming, and now is the time when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. What a powerful scripture. The hour is coming, and now is. Now is, in this time, now is the time when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And it says, the father is seeking such to worship him. I believe that God is looking upon the earth. And he says, it does not matter what is going around. Will my people arise today? Will the true worshipers arise today on the earth and worship me? He is seeking for you and for me today. You know, when I I read that passage of scripture, we did it. We quoted so many times, but it says now is the time for us to rise up as true worshipers in this world, because we are gonna be able with our worship, not only to bless the heart of God, but to to change the atmosphere that we are living in. I believe today that as we stand here in in this time and this season of our lives, we've entered into a new year. And many of you, when you, when, when we read of all of the accounts and the news and whatever it is, We, sometimes we pay more attention to that than to how we should be able to overcome it. And today I want you to, I want to encourage you every morning when you wake up, arise with a song in your heart, arise with a word of worship in your heart because it will change your whole day. It will change your perspective on what your day should be. You know, sometimes when we wake up, we plan our days, but nowadays we can't plan our days because God plans our days. And if he's planning our days, we should worship him first and foremost above everything. I pray that you are blessed with this word this evening, that you will be continually, continually be blessed throughout this week as we will listen to uh, other men and women of God that will speak to us. But today, my encouragement is to you. Let worship be the weapon of your warfare. Let's just bow our heads in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you, Lord that you are our God, we worship you and we praise you with all that is within us. Lord, you are seeking for true worshipers in this time. Your word says, the hour is come and now is the time for true worshipers to arise. You are seeking such, oh God, a people. The word word says that the the whole earth is groaning for the sons and daughters of God to arise. And Lord, I pray today that we will arise in worship and praise. Lord, let the sound go out of our homes, O God. Let the sound go out of our cars when we are driving, Lord. Let the sound, O God, go out Father, from our workplaces, our workstations, O God, wherever we are, Lord Jesus. Let a sound of worship reverberate throughout this earth, O oh God, so that, Lord, the enemy will know that there are strong men and women of God, that there are true worshipers that are arising in this time, and that, Lord, every thought and everything, of oh God, that he has planned, O oh God, will be defeated and destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your people tonight, Father, as we continue, Lord. We thank you and give you praise. Amen.
0: Thank you, Pastor Maggie, for that powerful and encouraging word that our worship is a, web, a weapon of warfare. Uh, you know, as you were sharing tonight, I was, I just felt led to encourage all those that are musicians, all those that God has skilled to either be worshipers or even to sing and to worship to now is a season to start to sharpen, sharpen your skills hone in your skills, develop your skills, spend time with the Lord. You may not have a stage to play on, you may not have an audience to play to, but I want you to start to sharpen, believe God, that God is going to begin to give you divine insights. I'm praying today that, and I was encouraged by Pastor Margie today, that I, I want to encourage you, please trust God for songs, trust God for spiritual hymns, trust God for 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 for, for the, the things that will be birthed out of this season that will be a fresh song a fresh sound will emerge in the earth and so i want you to start to the bible said when the king was looking he was looking for one that plays skillfully that means in this time develop your skill sharpen your skill but he also looked for those that had eloquence eloquence means that you've come to the place where you've taken in information you have mastered it, you have developed it, and now you can very uh, precisely exercise your gift. So this is what eloquence begins to bring in. But more than anything, what makes us attractive is the grace and the anointing of God. Seek God, seek God, Make, uh, trust God for a fresh anointing upon your life. Now you're not playing music just so that people can be entertained, but you're playing that the heavens will respond atmospheres will shift people's hearts will be turned and evil spirits will leave people healings will come i'm believing god that we're going to come into this year and when the churches are about uh, uh, are able to start again that we're going to hear testimonies of how god is moving and the spirit of god is moving upon the lives of people for all of us that is in our houses we don't need we don't need a church setting for us to worship God. You can shout like Pastor Maggie said, put on your TV, put on your radio, put on a CD, put on, put on something and start to just sing unto the Lord. Let, let your neighborhood be filled with the, with the word of God. Let the sound go out of your, your house as well. So Pastor Maggie, thank you again for that word. I want to encourage you all to stay with us this week. Uh, I can tell you surely you are being built up in the most holy faith. Tomorrow evening, we meet again at 7 p.m. Bishop Ricardo Thomas from Detroit, Michigan, is going to be sharing with us, and we're looking forward to that time together. God bless you. Good night.